0: Unexplained phenomena Unknown entities
1: Unidentified flying objects Mythical creatures This is the Paranormal Pulse information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanations, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine.
0: Thank you once again for joining the Paranormal Pulse podcast. This is episode 30 and part 2 of the Para Unity Expo held in Paterson, New Jersey, May 31st, 2014 tonight's episode of the Paranormal Pulse podcast, you'll be hearing interviews with NJGI, New Jersey Zombie Walk, and Christopher DeCesare. So, without further ado, it's the Paranormal Pulse podcast, episode 30.
1: Are you a god? Hello,
2: kiddies. This is Alice Cooper. Hi, Ruppers. This is Billy Ivey. Hey, this is Meat Hey, this is Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. I have been... Vince Clortho, team master of Gozer Volga draw our lord of the Sabulia. Are you the gatekeeper?
1: Hey, this is Grand Wilson of Those Thunders, and
3: you're listening to the Paranormal Pulse This is the
0: Paranormal Pulse We have a nice little crowd walking through right now Yeah,
3: They're That's all going good. on their hunt
0: uh-huh. <laughs> And um, uh, right now, and I'm sorry, I just need to get your name again
4: Marinette
0: Uh, with Marinette right now from NJGI joining us on the Paranormal Pulse podcast and you're part of uh, New Jersey Ghost Investigations now I understand that you are one of the sensitives within the group Mm -hmm. yeah is that correct and um, when did you join the group
4: 2009
0: okay And were you, obviously you were sensitive probably your whole life, the most of us are, you know. I didn't know I You just didn't realize it? I didn't
4: realize it until later on.
0: Now, did you realize that, obviously, before you joined the group, or did it start to develop once you were within the group, that you started to hone your skills, if you will?
4: Well, I would, in in 2004, Mm -hmm. I just had an experience with the orbs. I'm the orb girl. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. So it just... I, it just fell into my lap, pretty much.
0: You were just like, I I can interpret and understand these, and it was yep. just flawless from there?
4: It kind of... Uh, let me I have to go back. Oh, so please. Step back a little bit. Yeah, by all um, means. I guess it's for just from being online. I had I used to be on Yahoo 360, okay. which no longer exists.
0: Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, though. I have But my
4: friends, you know, they're sending... so. Oh, Marinette, check this picture out. Mm-hmm. And somebody had sent a picture of... A cemetery, and there was an orb on, uh, over one of the tombstones. Okay. So I'm looking at it, and then I zoom into it, and, yeah. and I see further in the background there's more orbs, and I said, well, there's another orb in that one, and everyone only saw the one, but okay. I saw the other. I'm like, that is really cool. So I decided, let me, I think I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. And and it was in the winter when this happened. Okay. And of course, that win- winter, it was snowing really a lot, and it's wet, and I'm thinking I have to go to a cemetery, but it's like white out, and the orbs are white, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, this is not going to happen. I go, well, you know what? I'm going to try something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try it, you know, take a picture in the house. Okay. And I just turned around, no lie, I just turned around and went like this, didn't even focus on anything, and that was my first orb. And and from that moment on, it just multiplied and went into nuts. It's crazy. How do you feel about the skeptics
0: who talk about orbs and think that every orb is just a piece of dust or pollen or I, something floating around that's not mm-hmm. paranormal? How do you handle that? How do you dis- uh, explain to them that that's not necessarily the case?
4: Yeah, it's not necessarily
0: the case. <laughs> it's not. You've, you've come across um, orbs on a very regular basis within your investigations?
4: Yeah, we do. But actually... <laughs> We we don't, (laughs) we don't, we haven't been using the orbs that much in our investigations that Mm -hmm. much, but it was something that really attracted Ron to having me join the group, because he wanted everybody to, he likes people to have different modalities and different things. Yeah. And that I am, can be sensitive to that, that orbs are energy, Mm -hmm. and I can't prove that it is uh, a spirit, right? But it is an energy of some sort. Yeah, I well, I'm so, I'm yeah. a
0: believer in that, so I understand where you're coming from. So, and I and I understand also from talking to Ron and Mark earlier that uh, with your investigations, as we were talking about with para unity, you pull in people from other groups, yes, to help solve the case, if you will. Yeah, and really, you're just trying to help that spirit than... Rather- Yes, you're home, helping the homeowners or the business owners or whatever in inadvertently but you're trying to really help the spirit. Have you had any experiences with yourself directly um, being able to help them crossover or what have you? Was it more folk because everybody has their specialties and yeah. every once in a while it's it's That's your it's passion. your day.
4: That's actually my passion is okay. to help crossover spirit and I was able to do that some of our cases Mm -hmm. it's not that's not the case right you know but I there was a time that I was able to help an older gentleman cross over and he was he was ready to cross with one of our mediums that helped us um, because I'm I don't have mediumship skills Mm -hmm. but she was telling me that he was wanting to cross and so I helped him do that and it was a, a unbelievable experience for me i can't imagine i I had this i had um in this house that we're at this Mm -hmm. there's a staircase and i put a lit candle on the top and i told him to walk up the steps and go into the light right and and i'm telling you if you were there you would be like so amazed when when he went up you could see the flicker in the light and you just Mm -hmm. felt the whole like a a burst of wind. Oh, I was. The, you could mostly, feel it. it. Was the most amazing experience for me, oh, and that's, that's great. what I've always wanted to do.
0: And tell me that doesn't pull you into it even oh, more? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I need to do this again. Again. That's but, fantastic though that you were able to have that experience. That's yeah. very very cool. That's
4: totally what I went in there for, but there's so many other things
0: that happen with spirits. Sure. Yeah. That's a great opportunity though. Yeah. Just to be able to 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 help somebody like that. Yeah. And You don't think that you can do that? I know. Once and they're I, gone, but guess what? <laughs> this is the beauty about this this whole a science, if you will.
4: Yeah. So it's wonderful. I do counseling for for anybody that calls oh, yeah. in. That's what my main thing is. When they call, they usually are speaking to me. Okay. And and a lot of times, what's happening with people when there are spirits in someone's ha- home? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times, they're not. They've already crossed over, they're family members, maybe somebody just passed away, whatever. Right. And th- that person is in that house is struggling with something. And they, the ghosts, have you will, will yeah. cause trouble just so that they can get help in the house.
3: And I can I've see helped that.
4: a lot of people. I'm like, you know, the problem is not that it's what's going on with you, and I don't say it that way, but you know right. what I mean. Right. Yeah. And then I help because if you have negative
0: energy coming from that family, yeah, it can or feed something, some and, bad and I'm like you know, too. this is
4: they cause this ruckus so that you can get the help that you need. Right. And That's Sometimes true. it's their own. It's their own family members doing that, causing that. Or on another hand mm-hmm. it could be a, a husband or wife that had passed over okay. and they're not letting that person go and right. that causes a lot of problems now the living are not letting the person but the living passed. is not letting the person that passed and go. because
0: that energy and that love is so strong that it kind of binds them there for a while until you're able to get both of them to cope with it
4: and then that's helping them recognize that and I talk to them about that and in a nice way yeah. a, you have to put it delicately you right know, and, right and then they once they make peace with everything and then they finally let go it goes away what a wonderful vocation that's my favorite part of uh,
0: it. I think that's wonderful this is a New Jersey ghost investigations mm-hmm. they uh, again this team helps resolve the issues for the spirits not so much the homeowner that happens, yeah, inadvertently, yeah, <laughs> but it's for the spirits more so, which is a really really cool thing. Uh, a different than a lot of the teams that we is. were talking about um, earlier. As I said, when I was talking to your okay. husband Ron. Your your team isn't ghost hunting.
4: No, and you know they, we they're hate there. That word yeah. too. You're, hunting. You're, we don't hunt ghosts. Yes, you're
0: paranormal investigators, yeah. but it's not more not so much about the investigation. You already know that they're there.
4: Exactly. It's more
0: about facilitating their their crossover or, or resolving whatever yeah. issue it is negative um, experiences right have you had a lot of like how
4: oh, <laughs> I, I hate saying yeah. the
0: cheesy questions which was the worst one that you've ever experienced i
4: haven't had anyth- i haven't had anything really bad for me mm-hmm. because I'm um, kept away from that. I won't do any negative cases, Right. but our group is expanded to that. We have people that will okay. and that do that. Right. Um,
0: have you had any attachment issues on your own personal end? Yes, I have. Okay.
4: Did, did my husband tell you? No, no, no I'm <laughs> just okay. asking. I, I, I did, and that's what makes me even more reluctant to go on cases. On I am the negative self, cases, self, right because i am sensitive and i'm mm-hmm. like this little you know the thing it's and like I'm oh she can hear or see me i'm yeah. going with her yeah, yeah and yeah and, yeah. and, and you know. were
0: you able to resolve your attachment issue yes without any it, kind of bad stuff going on
4: things happened, okay. but it's it was resolved okay very quickly good very that's quick. the key <laughs> very quickly and it, it, it's true it was within i think within a within a week's time okay because we knew it it happened very quickly we knew that there was something wrong and took care of it right away i can imagine
0: sometimes not knowing that there's an attachment right away and then you have to kind of sort it out to see. all right well it's not this this or this something came with me
4: (laughs) i think it was a lesson for me a lesson learned um you know, you have to, like a personal you have protection. have to go with your... Yeah. They, you were never... I was probably never in immediate danger of mm-hmm. an attack. I think that whole experience happened for me to learn from it. And um, the guides were saying to me, why didn't you listen to yourself? Like When we got to the case, I knew the second I got out of the car that it wasn't going to go the way I thought it was. Right. But I continued anyway. And that was my lesson. I should have done that. Like, you I know. should have just turned around <laughs> and said, <"I'm, laughs> "I understand exactly what you and mean." And it's weird because we do preliminaries. We go to a house prior and talk with the person during the day and, right. and, and everything, and, and it's all set up so just to see if we can feel it out. But then I can't believe it, it can change over, yeah. like just like that, and it did. Yeah, so. it is
0: amazing when you, you do those walkthroughs
4: and yeah. those interviews and what have you. And
0: and and you, those of you who are listening who are early in um paranormal investigation or just joined a team don't know much about it very important to do those preliminaries very important to do the interviews if you're um i understand in a lot of teams if they have a sensitive on their team they like to keep the sensitive separate from that process Mm -hmm. just because you don't want to influence anything that they might feel by the stories that you learn when you do the walkthrough um that being said, very important to do the walkthrough, the interviews, the uh, the basic specs, like check in with your EMF, make sure that there's no spikes because of bad wiring or what have you. Oh yeah. <laughs> A lot yeah. of people don't do that. They grab their machines and, and their little toys, and they go, and they're like, oh, I got this. Yeah, well, there's an open then wire right the electric,
4: there. <laughs> you turn the electric power off, and then you see what happens, too. We do that, too, yeah. sometimes, especially if you get high spikes. And you then need we'll, to know. we'll say, we need to shut everything off and then do a reading again.
0: Exactly. See, and that's an important step, it. A lot of people just want to get out there and, like, and just ghost go. hunt. <laughs> and We're that's hunting. why we don't like that. No.
4: We know they're there. And some, a lot of times when we go... Be we believe so much what the what the client is is saying. Mm-hmm. We don't even do an investigation. Right. We go right, especially when we know it's we know it's true. Yeah, what they're saying. Mm-hmm. We go right for helping them immediately.
0: That's terrific.
4: We just go right. For
0: I, I think that's great. I I love the method of your team. I, I think that's fantastic. We're at the Power Unity Expo in Patterson, New Jersey, at the Art Factory. Um, what a great place to meet so many people and hopefully get everybody on the same page. A lot of learning opportunities available right now through seminars, through talking to you and your team um, and all the other teams just to learn some techniques, equipment, Do's and don'ts, all of that. Marinette, thank you so much for joining us. This, thank uh, you. I really appreciate you talking to me. And I know everybody was like, oh, she doesn't really want to talk." I I'm like, oh, no, you'll be I fine. Get so shy. You'll Sorry be fine. About that. No, you've you've done great. It's great, and, we, and I'm really looking forward to uh, putting this out there for everybody to hear. New Jersey ghost investigations, it's New it's NewJerseyGhostInvestigations.com. You can find them online as well. Uh, thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.
1: We've come to the time of the we show with hosts to refill their coffee mugs. So, please listen to, so listen to the calling messages, and we assure you, the paranormal will be right back.
0: Just relax. We are now checking your paranormal pulse.
1: Wide awake, and with coffee in hand, your host have returned to bring you more of this stuff. Without further ado, welcome back. To the Paranormal Pulse. Well, since I guess are we already started,
0: we were telling jokes,
1: so okay. So, do so we want to start the interview now? We could. Yeah, like, all right, Fishy. First thing I need is the correct correct pronunciation of your last name, Smith. So I thought so. <laughs> With
0: a D.
2: <laughs> De Smith. It's like a football name. I like it. DeSmith. Smith. <laughs> the there you song.
1: go. Uh, De Cesare. De Cesare. Okay. Wow, yeah. I would really butcher Boy, that. Oh. De Cesare. I am sorry. Nice Irish name. Absolutely, Sabito. <laughs> That's it. You know, the Go walk the dog. I'm busy
2: now. Here you go. The Uncle Tony. Exactly. Hey, are you making <laughs> fun of me? Yeah. No, no, no. Is he Italian? Did
0: you notice my last
2: name is
0: Bruno? I'll
2: make fun of her then. Yes.
1: I'm half Italian I'm too. Bruno. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, no
0: there you
2: relation. go. <laughs> no
1: relation. <laughs> <laughs> so the DiCaprio. There Joe we go. All right. I'm going to count the this the down. Brunos. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of the Paranormal Pulse, I have a very, very special guest with me today, Christopher DeCesaro, I got it right, nailed it, who is an author, Who is he has made several TV appearances, and he is here today to tell us first about his book and about his experiences, or one in the same or kind of mixing I don't know how you want to say it Christopher and I have been at a lot of these conferences at the same time but we've never gotten to talk so this is first we're meeting in person uh, we talked online a few times coming into this so very excited about this because this is a gentleman who I wanted to meet and just never was able to make it happen for whatever reason so
2: well you know I had waved to you but I didn't, you didn't seem I was short amongst the chairs and tables oh, so I, I did my best on it there you go you have
0: to jump up and down next time no I, I am standing thank
2: you
1: <laughs> So it's a pleasure, it really is. So there you go. So when all right, so tell us about your first paranormal experience.
2: Well, I, I went to college uh, to run. I was a runner, and <laughs> uh, I didn't necessarily put any stock in the paranormal. I didn't believe that could really happen. I thought it was just a way to entertain people like comic books. And uh, while I was at college, we began to hear in my dorm room C2D1 uh, this disembodied voice they call that now. It would whisper my name. And uh, I thought perhaps perhaps your joke was occurring, and I put headphones on, and lo and behold, in the headphones I heard the voice again. And within a few days, we saw this full-bodied apparition. It would uh, call my name. It uh, I was I was very frightened by it. I, I couldn't sleep well because I, when I had slept, it would look at me as I slept at night and grab me and things. So I reached out to some friends. They began to record these events. I, I really thought I was maybe going crazy. Maybe bring those those notes to a parapsychologist or a psychologist and. Uh, over time, we began to realize with photographs and audio uh, cassette tapes that were recorded that uh, something was there, something outside of, of my mind, and we called the priest. He came and blessed the room. Uh, the room seemed clean, and he began to attack people, this ghost, and uh, I was attacked uh, pretty violently I, in the bathroom of the uh, the dorm. My back was a little cut up. Uh, one gentleman, one of my friends, killed himself. He had heard the voice in his head. Oh, and wow. He killed himself. He uh, put a, a garden hose the back of his car in the garage and killed himself. And uh, the girls are being attacked. So things spiraled so far out of control. We called the parapsychologist. Uh, he advised us to do additional research, get additional data. But it wasn't good for me because imagine if you think that your spouse is cheating, you hired a, a PI to see if that's true or not. You pay them in the hopes they find nothing. What if you? What if you do? If they come back with a big envelope, here you go. Do you want to see those things? Right. Maybe not. So the more evidence we got the more fearful I was happening because I didn't want this to be in my life. Uh, and, and eventually things got so bad I, I had to stand up and say, look, I gotta face this thing and see what I can do.
1: Wow. Now how long how long was the activity in
2: it, it began around February seventh or eighth of nineteen eighty five and went through February, March into the end of April. Okay. So And it was, it was literally 24-7 for all those months. And I, I know I lost about 16 pounds in five weeks. I just couldn't right. eat or sleep. And my roommate fled. He, you know, he, he left one night. Uh, he never came back. Uh, a researcher found him nine years later and uh, said, what'd you do? Well, I didn't go home because the ghost might have hurt my family. He camped out at a campsite by Buffalo. Then oh. he went home when he was safe. And so it, it wasn't a, a joke for us. We were trying to basically run for our lives Right, you know, and uh, just some amazing things happened that uh, I'm glad that they're over.
1: Right, and this was at Geneseo.
2: State University of New York at Geneseo, Erie right. Hall, but not like too eerie like, right, right. Bend, but Lake Erie, like the
1: Great Lake. Right, right. Wow. And now, have you had experiences since then?
2: Yes, but nothing at all like that in terms of the scope, in terms right. of the intensity, and I'm glad because uh, getting through that was very difficult. I, I didn't even know if we would... It sounds silly, I know, but if we would survive that, we Mm -hmm. wouldn't know. And we wouldn't talk about these things for almost 25 years. It took uh, many of us a long time to come to grips with our death and and injury and loss of faith or friendship. And, uh, you know, uh, about a month after the haunting ended, my parents took my family and I on a vacation down south, Virginia Beach. And uh, I couldn't wear, I had to wear a T-shirt because my back was so scratched up from the haunting. Oh, wow. So I couldn't, you know, get a tan. Mm -hmm. I just joked around, you know, crazy girlfriends but uh, we went to the colonial Williamsburg where you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what you're teenagers you do uh, we went to Williamsburg and we were in this historic place where they had the G8 summit and as I'm standing there by this mantelpiece I hear this woman screaming and then these clocks begin to count down bong bong three rings three, like a grandfather clock and no one heard it but me my mom took a picture just to see me there we got the pictures back in the old days you made them away and got them back Right, two copies, right. four by sixes yeah I'm old and the picture, there it was. There it was. The mm-hmm. lady, her hair running past in front of my face. The three clocks floating at three o'clock in the air. And my mom said, oh, my gosh, it's still happening. And I said, I know it probably will, because both the priest and the parapsychologist both told me that there's something about me, some sensitivity, that attracts mm-hmm. these things. Even Lorraine Warren, uh, you know, she right. was at the college one time and wouldn't shake my hand. I said, she said, I'm not shaking your hand, because if I do, i will know my future. I don't know my future, so don't go near me. And I was stunned by that. I was a little hurt. But I mm-hmm. uh, just... I didn't want to admit those things, but sometimes facts begin to add up. Right, and it's not always the conclusion you want. You know, if you're like an Orioles fan, Mm -hmm. and the Orioles are losing two nothing, four nothing, eight nothing, you think ah they're going to lose.
1: Eventually, you have to come to that conclusion. Right, but sometimes you want that. You hope for things to change. So okay, so now now how does that end? I mean, as far as like in school, you said the activity lasted. How does it is did it how did it end for you at the school?
2: The, uh, once I realized the parapsychologist can only help us understand, uh, to gather mm-hmm. data, and once I realized the priest's blessing had a limited effect, my room was good. But every place beyond that wasn't. And you can't have a priest come back and bless 85 rooms. It's not going to work. Right. And it's not fair to him. Uh, eventually, when you know, we had the situation of people being attacked and held down, my friends were being attacked, Beth, and Judy, and everyone, um, I had this dream where all my friends were dying. And in this dream... I was chained to the wall. I couldn't help them. And I woke up in this cold sweat, and I went to the bathroom to take a shower, and my friend Craig Norris was there. He said, look, buddy, what's it, this ghost thing you got here? What do you mean? It's hurting people. People are going down. I don't know if it's a poltergeist or a spirit or a ghost, whatever right. it is, but you got to do something. You can't keep running from it. No book's going to save you. No, no priest, no parent, no friend. You have to take ownership. It's calling your name. No one else's. I need you to right. go here and do that. And so, I remember, I said, well, I guess I could go in and try to talk to it. And uh, it's funny, too, because he said, you can't wear clothes, that's deceiving, it's the lying, so I had to go into my birthday suit. And I went in that room, I got the candles I had, I tried to recreate what the priest did in terms of the blessing, and I said, I'm breaking the blessing. I'm having you back in this room, because you've got to stop. I'm doing this once, and once only. If you don't come now, I'm never going to do with you again until now's the time. And I waited. Two minutes, four minutes, then all of a sudden the candle flickers. The temperature of room drops. There's a shadow by my shoulder, and here he comes. You know, and he appeared right in front of my face. I just, I'm just thank, I thank God that he didn't smell bad because sometimes you think of like a corpse. Mm-hmm. It just smelled like a freezer, just cold, and that right. kind of saved me in that moment. But he was mutilated. He was just horribly mutilated, and I said to him, "Where are you from?" And he said, "Danville." And I knew Danville was a place about ten miles from where the college was, so I figured maybe this kid had been some kind of frat power party and some accident in a car who knows? a local kid you know right right and I said what happened he goes pain you know, so much pain and uh, it was horrible to see that anyway I just got to the point I said listen you can't stay here you're going to kill me you're hurting people people are dying you got to find rest you have to believe somebody loves you there's peace for you someplace you got to go you got to go. go I said I'm going to count to 10 that's what I used to do when I was stressed when I count to 10 you got to be gone you got to be gone my friend I'm sorry and I counted to 10 And uh, after that, I opened my eyes, and that was it. And it's been 29 years. But the problem with that is it came out of nowhere when I was in college. Right. Out of nowhere. The priest blessed the room. It came back again. Mm -hmm. You know, so I I wonder sometimes, and that's the part of the problem I have with this, talking about it, is that hopefully it's taken care of. But I don't know for sure. Right. And so each night I go to sleep, I wonder if this is the night it comes back. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I really know until I myself... You know, put my head down the last time and right. hope to God it a good thing to help people out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was yeah. raised to give people help. I tried to right, and you
1: know, it, it sounds like you and we don't know for sure, but it no. sounds like you were able to help this person pass. You know, onto that next step. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 amazing too that um, the power you actually hold over these type of things you know you're right I mean, and you know and that's, that's it a lot of times it is what you have to face on your own
2: well Jeff Unger who wrote the notes he kept the journal notes that later on were used for books and movies and TV shows and things I told him I'm going crazy to write this down mm-hmm. but he kept the record to see if he can find trends or patterns right. in terms of when things happen why they happen effects and he's the one that said to me look every time you call that thing there it is you say talking to the hip recorder it does you call it's name it arrives so you have to think about that for a second Imagine if you could find out who he is, what happened to him, who his family is. What's Mm -hmm. it like on that side? Right. The questions you could ask, is there a heaven or a hell? Mm -hmm. Was there a Muhammad or a Jesus or a Moses? Those things could transform society. But for me, I just wanted it to stop. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in a theoretical mode. I was in a survival mode. Right,
1: right. That's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. And now, did you ever do any research after to find out, you know, possibly who this was or... I, uh, for
2: 28 years I did not uh, okay. I survived it I graduated and I got back out of Dodge I went shopping, I pushed my mm-hmm. shopping cart cut the grass I raised a family I didn't know that for some decades people went to that spot hearing these stories mm-hmm. and looking for me and looking for the ghost all these things, I had no clue um, in 2009 I got a phone call from production company saying hey I want to make a movie Click. sorry and they call back again. I said, What do you bother me for? Because the movies are always so silly. There's mm-hmm. a naked girl, and there's a fire guy in fire, and there's these right, f- right. small footprints. And, and it wasn't like that, it wasn't a joke. I said, No, look, we're making this movie to show what happens to people caught in a place they don't understand. Like Saving Private Ryan's a war movie, it's mm-hmm. not about the war. I said, Tell me more. i Ventures. Bill Edwards, the producer, and Mark And I signed on with them because it's the mm-hmm. first time I had a way to say, Let's share the story about the people and how you survive right. the things you don't understand. And then Tim Shaw, and Tim Shaw as he's Shaw yep. Buffalo, a great human being. He came the very first time I spoke in public. He said to me, keep talking. And then I went to Penn State University, and the people from Paranormal State said, mm-hmm. you've got to go on TV and sci-fi calls. So here's how it happens. We go to film for sci-fi, and they say, who was it? And I say, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It works this way, Chris. You tell your story. We acted out behind you. The expert comes in and says, this is a person. That's how we do it. Right. That's how we have to do it. I said, look, I never wanted to know who it was. So that's the only episode of School Spiritual C. There's no conclusion of who it was right. because the, the power of the events was so strong, they broke their format, mm-hmm. which I was very thankful for. But a year later, my mom was doing some genealogy, some research. She's retired and right. wanted some things through her time. She discovered that her sixth generation going back, grandfather and uncle, Bernard and Adam Hubbley. They served in the Revolutionary War for the Patriots in Pennsylvania Regiment. And they're a part of the Sullivan Indian Campaign, trying to push the Native Americans out of Western New York. They came upon a person's body, a Thomas boy, who called the ghost Tommy, right. who had the same wounds that I saw in that room. Wow. He's from Danville, Pennsylvania.
1: Okay, so it's And up. they wrote about him, right. they
2: found him, he wrote to General Washington, He was savagely attacked. Washington said, burned the villages, and they wiped out everywhere in the western New York. They called them village burners. So cause that one moment, the tree he was killed at was one mile from my college room. Mm. And I used to run by that tree all the time. And, and right. I, I can tell you that the scariest moment was when the priest had blessed the room. I thought I was safe. For a few days, I was so thankful my faith was restored that somehow you can do this. Right. I'm in the shower, and I see this silhouette of like, the tilted head and the neck across the ceiling. I thought... Must be a flashback. Must rub my eyes the wrong way. I was always looking mm-hmm. for a logical explanation. I do not want to believe. Right. So I rubbed my eyes and went back the other direction. I saw it a second time. I ran to the bathroom. I'm like, hello? There's nobody. I thought, wait a second. The lights are on the ceiling. You can't have a shadow on the ceiling. It'll be on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. The ghost is back. So I'm going to turn the water off and get back to my room where it's blessed. I'm in the shower. I turn the water off. Plus, I'm stabbed in the back with a knife. I get lifted off the ground. I turned to fight because I'm not going to stay there like in the movies. Like, oh, I'm being stabbed. Help me. I'm going to fight, dang it. Right. So I turned. I knocked the shower curtain down and I screamed. You know, who are you? What are you? Show yourself, you coward. And I'm screaming. I thought, oh, the knife in my back. I better get it out. And I thought, you know what? It's probably a flashback. There's to be no knife. I'm crazy. And I look in the mirror. There's no knife, but there's these three marks from my neck to my waist bleeding. Wow. I thought, oh, my God. And I remember looking in the mirror thinking... That, that poor kid, I feel so bad for him, mm-hmm. but it was me, and I fell on the ground, and I'm laying there. I didn't want to die, but I was too tired to live. I didn't, wanna, I didn't want it to end at the same time I had time breathing. I just wanted to find a cool place and rest and find darkness. Bizarre thoughts. I opened my eyes, and I focused on one drop of water, one bead from the shower, and I saw in that bead of water, the floor reflected upside down, refracted. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, science, it refracts the light. Then that drop of water fell off my wrist. Gravity, check, that's what it does. 9.8 feet per second. That water droplet hit the ground and darkened the grout in the tile. Moisture, that's what it does. So piece by piece my brain back together again looking at my environment and I realized I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I can't every day put my mind back together again. And let me tell you, we're talking about like Insight into the mental illness or things like that. I get it. You can't just mm-hmm. be happy. You can't just right. fix it. And that was a very, very valuable insight. And so I think those, those moments like that, maybe a better person, a mm. better father, a better friend, a better teacher. You know.
1: Right. Right. Excellent. So now you've written the book about yes. your experiences. Tell us about the book title and where people can get it.
2: Sure. It's called Surviving Evidence, and it's basically what survives a haunting. What evidence do you have? It's usually the person themselves. Right. You know, And uh, it's published by Dark Moon Press. I'm proud of it. It's my very first writing attempt. I tried to put everything in there that I could think of what it smelled like and sound like and looked like in the hopes that people who might be going through something similar, hopefully not, can look to that and say, what does he do? what did I do and build upon the foundation of knowledge uh, it's, on, it's on Amazon if they can go to my Facebook page I'll sign it for them and I, I love doing that and uh, I have to say that I feel very blessed that what mm-hmm. was the darkest moments of my life right. are now being celebrated right. and I was speaking before at the table here you know when my kids were small I was their hero then they got to be teenagers and I was the annoying old guy who had the rules once I had the opportunity to go back on TV and things like that, they were saying, Dad, you're so cool. And I remember saying to them, I told you that for 16 years. Of course I'm right. So it's been a blessing, and you know, I really appreciate all right. the opportunities. Right, And now there's a DVD as well. There's a, there's a, a film, a DVD called Please Talk With Me. It just mm-hmm. won Best Feature Film at the Spirit Quest Film Fest. I think it won Best Director at the Wilson College Film Festival. Please Talk To Me is the film that was made two hours in length, a little mm-hmm. longer. A day by day recreation of the haunting. And there are amazing people. Bill Edwards is the producer, Mark Tree, the director. They actually got this old building. It looked like nothing on the outside, like condensed almost. Right. The Inside, they made the college dorm room, the, the dining hall, the professor's office. They made all these sets. Mm-hmm. And they took pictures we had, and they recreated the same bedspreads, the same posters, the same oh, wow. books. And then they did this audition process where they had people apply for the role. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to walk on set and think, oh my gosh, I did come home again. And we, we had fallen apart as, as friends, all those we ways and lived our lives. They brought us back together and it was like restoring a friendship. And I can tell you, all those poor actors, oh my gosh, 80 people come together for one spot. Wow! And you know one person will go home saying, I got it, the rest will go home saying, I'll try again next time to their parents mm-hmm. or their kids or their husband. But it was amazing. And they allowed me to be on the panel for the uh, casting. And they said to me, listen, we know acting. Which you know the people you're with. If you see something about that actor that reminds you of the person we're talking about, let us know and we'll play that into right. what we do. Mm-hmm. And to be on set sometimes, they had this one dorm party they were acting out, and one of the, act- the actors goes, Hey Chris, I'm like, What? I'm like, Cut, cut. I'm like, Because <gasps> it was the part that <laughs> right, was that. Right. It was me. It's like, Oh, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Ches, right? Not, we're not upset, but just so you know we have to reset that because bu- 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 oh I'm so sorry but, <laughs> it, but it's, it's a testimony to them for doing such a, a close job to how it was
1: right right you know it's funny there's an old story about Rodney Dangerfield when he did his first movie he had come out and he was killing with how funny he was but because he was on a set no one could react and he turned around and thought he had bombed because he was uh. so used to being in comedy clubs to get an instant reaction and he's like oh I was terrible and they're like you were great he's like when well, nobody left. You, know, like, right. you can't laugh, you're on a set, and he didn't get it. Right, through a format, right. Thing. Yeah, so, you know, it's, I always loved that story when I heard it, so. It's an amazing thing, and mm. hats off to actors, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you would think it's easy, but it's really not, you know? No, even little things like the water. In,
2: in one scene, they drink water. When you do the scene over again, put the water back where it was. Right. Or lighting in the room as the sun goes down, you can have to do that again the following day at the same time if it's still sunny. And so mm-hmm. all this planning you wouldn't think of as a right, person right. That doesn't do it. Yeah, because of all the continuity it, yeah, that you need, it's, it's amazing. Is the word, yeah. Exactly.
1: You know, and you know, you, of course, you've seen it. You go on ID, uh, IMDb, and they'll have the errors that are in various yes. movies. And so many of them are just little continuity errors. You mm-hmm. know, and it just it makes you wonder. It's like as much as they focus on it, they still miss things. You know, it's
2: it's so hard. The, they're, yeah, they're Continuity trying to they're trying to difficult. capture it. Yeah, no, absolutely, in a way. you just can't do that. Right, you can't and right. Um, but you know, it, it's 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 been an amazing ride for me. It Really has, mm-hmm. and, I, and I appreciate being able to go places and meet people. And, uh, and
1: yeah, and this is like I said, this is the greatest thing. Like like events like this, you get out to tell your story, you get to meet people, and you know, make new friends. And you know, it's funny. You, you talk about how you took so long to tell your story, and you know, we were just at Lake George. I know you were there. Right and uh there was uh, christopher uh, tarantino christopher yes. lutz yes and he was there and you know he really hadn't spoken about it for years and it was amazing to hear his story as well
2: i, I spoke to him you know mm-hmm. we we kind of found each other a little bit we kind of wandered together and started right. talking and oh i'm the guy from the i'm the guy from the city oh how do you do with it how do you it right. was amazing it was like having mm-hmm. almost like a twin brother Right, you know, we right. try to talk about the fears, the, mm. the worries, the explanations. Yeah, and, and it was a bond, like from the start. And now he's a he's a good friend after a few minutes of conversation. And you know?
1: talk, and you know, funny thing is, talking to him too, he talked about how he didn't want to be part of so many of the reenactments and movies because no. they were going to alter what really happened, to the point where I I think he had mentioned in one of them, they. Um, wanted him to tell a story but or, or I'm sorry, be part as a consultant on it. Right. And he said, well they were writing it where he killed his stepfather because that didn't happen. Oh boy. You right. know? Yep. So I mean, yeah, I could see I could see how you, you want to stay uh, away from I some think, of it. I
2: think demographics, for the sci fi show I was on school spirits, hmm. and my dad was at that haunting for one day of seventy six or so. Right. But they wanted to make him a key component of that because father son situation sell. Right. No, I understand that. But they also have writers and so you explain to them what happened and they hmm. write up this little dialogue and they say, well, I heard you say this. What you really mean is this, right? And I say, no. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't some 20 year old kid looking for fame. I don't need the money. I have a nice career. I have a family. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share the experience to see if anyone can benefit from it. And I tried for hours and hours, and I found 12 things that I would not say on this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on, come on. This pretty girl out there, they gave me food. Finally, I said, tell you what, make a deal. I'll say one thing of the 12, the rest are gone. What one do you want? They had me say the following. I had two choices. To call, kill my father or to... Call, uh, I can't do, see, I can't say right. it's a lie. <laughs> to kill myself or call my father. But here's the thing. There's a dead thing in my room that have killed itself. Less right. thing, I'm going to just kill myself with it for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. But they had me say that so that my father's presence was necessary not to die. Right. And then to bring his character into play. Right so I, I always tell people it's a great show, watch it, but just this one line it's not true, right, but that's not so bad, considering it's almost an hour long to have one thing that's not accurate, so mm-hmm. I was very proud I, I did that absolutely
1: absolutely <laughs> i I really do appreciate you stopping by today. it's My fantastic pleasure. having you here, and you know again, plug your plug your stuff because I want people to know how they can get your book and how they can get you know see you. I mean, I know you sure, know yeah
2: I, I'm new at this i <laughs> You, for the for the DVD, you go to ptwmthefilm, one word, dot com, and you can get the Blu-ray or the DVD or Tim Shaw's book of the same name, mm-hmm. which is uh, an investigative look at The Haunting. Uh, if you'd like to uh, purchase my book, it's called Surviving Evidence. You can go to darkmoonpress.com or Amazon. It's on hardcover, excuse me, paperback or Kindle. Or look me up on Facebook, Christopher Rudy Cesare, and send me some messages and I'll sign it for you and send it out to you. Um, I'm just, like I said, I'm having an amazing time. Mm-hmm. The worst moments of my life have been transformed into things that bring people together. And if that's my legacy, I embrace
1: it. Right. And, when, you know, it's great when you can take a negative and turn it into a positive, you know. And you
2: make great posters, let me tell you.
1: There you go. You, well, you know, I try. It's, it's amazing. It's a talent. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> you know. So I appreciate that. Speaking of which, before you leave, I'm going to have you sign one of those posters. So we Will do. All righty. That's it. Yeah, it's true, you know, you did save us today by giving us the marker, so...
2: Brilliant. It all comes together a master plan. There you go.
1: All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
0: Take a deep breath and relax as we check your paranormal pulse. Resistance
4: is futile. You will be assimilated.
1: Now
0: back to the Paranormal Pulse. I'm Chris Bruno, part of the Paranormal Pulse podcast, and you're representing the New Jersey Zombie Walk, correct?
3: Yes. My name's Marielle Petrakowski. Cool. And um, I am... What are the people behind the scenes um, putting on this great event in Asbury Park? One of the important
0: people. <laughs> All the behind-the-scenes people are important.
3: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you might see my face a little bit more this year. Oh, great! Uh, for our event on October fourth, mm-hmm. um, we are launched. We just launched yesterday on uh, Friday. What the theme for this year is going to be? Ooh, what is it? It's called Gray Matters.
0: Ooh.
3: This year. I had a very hard, one a life-changing situation happen. Okay. Uh, my mom passed away in January.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. And she
3: passed away from a brain tumor. Okay. Now, it was really weird. Jason, who's the founder and the director of the Zombie Walk, and also my best friend. Right. We sat there and talked about, wow, zombies eat brains. Your mom had a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. How can we work this out? We have this audience of loyal zombies, and it's an army. And maybe we can do something. We got something here. Absolutely. Let's save the brains. What a great
0: idea. Are you going to be donating towards any kind of um, charities or just awareness?
3: Basically, the biggest thing is we're going to be spreading awareness. We are going to be working with the American Brain Tumor Association. Good. And um, they're very excited um, that we're going to try to bring as much awareness as we can. Right. We're in the planning stages, so I'm not saying that, you know, I'm ruling anything out at the moment. Sure. But, you know, the main thing was is that we wanted to, let everybody know that this disease, you know, brain tumors specifically, but cancer in general has touched, it's probably the one thing that we all have in common.
0: Absolutely. We
3: either have a family member or a friend or, you know, a loved one that either was fighting the battle and lost or is fighting the battle now. True. It's probably in a lot of our futures as well.
0: Yeah. It's so. it's a scary, scary thing, but the awareness is, is key. The fact that you are going to be able to incorporate that in something, it, it's fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. For the masses, and at the same time, you get to spread that awareness through the New Jersey Zombie Walk. I think that's fantastic.
3: Yeah, and we have a lot of great organizations that we're going to try to, you know, get on board to that they're they're sure. there to help educate. But you know, I want to make sure that everybody understands it's still going to be a free event. Right. Um, it's a fun family event. We're mm-hmm. still going to be as raucous as we are yeah. every year.
0: As you're <laughs> speaking, and little zombies are walking around behind you. Uh-huh. We've got face painters doing that.
3: And, um, you know, we have vendors, and we're looking for some new vendors, um, music acts, and all kinds of things so to incorporate into the event. If someone
0: wants to be part of that, uh, mm-hmm. wants to be a vendor, wants to be a band, wants to be a food vendor, or what have you, mm-hmm. how would they contact you?
3: Well, we have a website. It's uh, mm-hmm. Zombiewalk.com. Cool. Um, and then also we have a Facebook page. Look us up. New Jersey Zombie Walk on Facebook. Excellent. And... Um, yeah, just take a minute to check out the pages and mm-hmm. like us on Facebook. And, and um, I
0: understand this past year you broke the record again.
3: We did. Please
0: share that we information because I Absolutely. know a lot of people who participate.
3: Excellent. Basically, a few years ago, we did get a Guinness Book World Record. Right. And then about two weeks after Sandy, mm-hmm. another zombie group, I believe it was in Minneapolis, stole our record and uh, it was two weeks after sandy so it was like a double slap in the face like you
0: know we can't do it right now
3: exactly <laughs> and it and it was just ah uh, we the following year we said how are we going to do this or the zombie walk is it was incorporated into the stronger than the storm yeah campaign because mm-hmm. we wanted to show that you know the jersey shore still lives right so um actually i was getting a phone call and it's jason
0: <laughs> they, they still live in a strange way
3: <laughs> uh, it was Yeah, that's right. They're still around. Exactly. So what basically what we did is we teamed up with the state of New Jersey. And the event was the biggest that we've ever had. And we had almost 10,000 participants. That's awesome. And we smashed the record. And we plan on keeping it for a little while. Uh, I think that
0: you'll be able to do that, yeah. <laughs> Especially with the new incorporations of, of being able to support and make the awareness of the different types of cancer and et cetera. That's going to boost your your exposure tenfold.
3: Absolutely. And then um, just to answer a lot of questions because people think, sure. oh, we're going to break the record even bigger this year. While we have the record, we're not going to try to beat <laughs> our own record. Why would you want to? It, exactly. It's a lot of work <laughs> to try to put on a Guinness Book World Record. I can so. imagine. Until somebody even dares to break it. Mm -hmm. Um, We're just going to make sure that we have something fun for everyone um, while we're doing things for good causes. Like last year, we, if I'm not mistaken, I think we had a food drive that had, I think they filled two semis. It was like 3,000 pounds of food. Um, We had a blood drive. They had to turn people away because they didn't have... They had two blood mobiles there, yeah. but they just didn't, didn't have, have the, the staff.
0: staff. That's fantastic that you have that kind of power, you know, and, and I'm not saying it in a negative way. That kind of exposure, that kind of reach out to the public, and they want to help, and they want to be part of it. It's so cool. It's, it's very exciting. So. Uh, it's a community event. It really is. And it brings everyone together. So you're doing it again. It's October 4th of this coming year. Yes. Registration information. I know it's kind of early. Mm-hmm. They would want to find you on Facebook or find you online to be able to get that detailed info Absolutely. in the future.
3: Absolutely. The Facebook page, we're always posting updates, um, not just on our event, but, you know, other zombie-related right. events usually in the area. Sure. And then, um, you know, our Facebook page is a good place to get that, but um, the most information you're going to find is on the website. Excellent. And we're, c- we're consistently trying to make sure as things unveil, yeah. Um, uh, we post about it on our Facebook page. Perfect. NJ
0: zombiewalk.com zombiewalk.com Marielle, thank you so much for talking to me today and we're going to have you on the podcast looking forward to exposing uh, the zombie walk of the future and make sure that we keep the record
3: absolutely
4: thank you thank you
0: things that go rock in the night rob zombie (laughs)
1: living dead girl Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? On the stages, only one. scary.
0: Pulse Podcast on Facebook at the Paranormal Pulse Podcast. Listen to the Paranormal Pulse Podcast on Roku, Stitcher, Facebook, Blueberry, iTunes, Podbean. It's that simple.
4: Random thought.
3: Yep. 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 Yep.
4: Yep. 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 yep.